Hey, this is Eddie. And this is Miguel. And you're listening to the God Life Culture Podcast. Yes, welcome back. This is the day before um, Thanksgiving. Yeah. A time where everyone is super excited to just uh, be with their families and um, eat a lot of food and yep. um, just, you know, spend time with close friends and family and just eating a lot. Yeah, now this is the time that everything is marinating. Yeah. Everything, all the pre cooking is being done, last minute grocery shopping. Like, you know, all the all the crazy, like, even though the day of people still have to run out and get things yeah. you always forget. Or you have somebody who said wasn't going that is now going. So now you got to get a little extra of this or that. Uh, but it is a great this is the time of the year where it not only goes fast, but a lot of fun stuff happens. Uh, you know, there's a lot of parties. There's a lot of get togethers. There's a lot of eating. Um, and then you see everybody in January hitting the gym, you know. Right full blast uh, but it's a great it's a great time of year uh, especially when um it's it's used the right way yeah and funny just a few minutes ago uh one of our friends posted on her instagram story that she went out to go get soda thinking that um she was early because it's you know only tuesday yeah, you know nope. the day we're recording <laughs> this it's tuesday um but you know there's still some time for thanksgiving and she went and all the sodas were gone yeah um, so some people really do take this like super seriously and get everything that they need days and sometimes even weeks before um, Thanksgiving comes around. Yeah, especially if you're trying to do it the right way. I mean, you know, it, there is a lot of preparation that goes into it, um, especially if you're if, if it's one household that's making a lot of things. You know, you have the turkey in the oven. People do yams. People do baked mac and cheese they do uh, mashed potatoes they do ham they do if you're spanish they still do their pernil and they yeah. do, you know there's a lot of stuff that's happening um and to get it all done in one day it's close to impossible so a lot of people you know they try to get it done as much ahead of time as they can uh to you know yeah i mean this year for for me at least it's a little bit different um because i used to spend it with my parents and it was just kind of like us five and now you know being that i'm married it's like we have our two sides coming yeah. together so it's about 20 people and yep. um so we had to create a list and give everybody what they're bringing <laughs> so we will have turkey and benil and ham yeah so I feel like there's going to be a lot of food, but it'll which be, is good. And I'm excited good. about because the first time in five years I'm not cooking. And that, yeah. you know, is a little bittersweet because I always look forward to cooking the turkey for Thanksgiving. Uh, but this year I just I'm like, we have the whole day to just chill and like relax until yeah. we gotta go over for dinner. Uh, so it's cool. I guess we're going to, you know, brunch it up and do it the fancy way and like go somewhere. Yeah, that'll <laughs> for be the cool. Afternoon. I mean, I think. Thanksgiving is like a whole day thing. So it's almost like whether you're doing something in the morning, in the afternoon, or even at night, yeah. it's still a time that, you know, um, you just make the best of it and just yes. get to share with those, you know, in your life and just be grateful. I think, you know, aside from the food and aside from everything that goes on and is kind of involved in this holiday, um, I think just that attitude of gratitude is, you know, the most important thing, whether you're doing a big, you know, celebration or it's just, you know, you and your spouse or you and your kids and just being at the house, make the best of it. Yep. And just remember, you know, it's just a time to be grateful. Just one day where we really take, you know, the time to sit back and reflect on everything that we have and things that have maybe have happened in the new year and um, just sit back and be thankful for it all. Yeah. And, you know, and even if you're not doing anything extravagant or you're not having 30 people over, or you're not making 27 different dishes. It's just, you know, you and your dog, you and your cat or you and a couple of friends. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
you're, you're eating, whatever it is that you guys decide to make yeah. that day, that's all worth it as well. And it's cool. It's just, you know, you, you try to take advantage of the opportunity of just being around people and acknowledging the fact uh, that you have people that are around you and that you can be grateful for, that the simple fact you're grateful for, whatever it is that you have, whether it is a job, whether it's a home, whether it's, you know, friends, family, a relationship, things that a lot of times uh, we do take for granted. I read a post uh, maybe a, the other day, a couple of weeks ago, that said, um, if you had, if you were left with today, everything you thank God for yesterday, what would you have? And it was like, you know, it's true. Sometimes we go. You have to think about that. Yeah. yeah. Can you say that again for yeah. the folks if in the back? You had, <laughs> if you had today everything you thank God for yesterday, right, mm-hmm. what would you have? So there's a lot of times that, you know, we don't, there's things that we don't even give thank God, God thanks for. Like, thank true. you for the job that I have. You know, thank you for the family, the home that I have. Thank you for the church that I have. Thank you for the clothes. You know, thank mm-hmm. you for the food. Like, there's things. So, like, you woke up tomorrow, and the only thing you had for you that day, the only thing you had left was everything you had thanked God for previously. There's some people that are going to wake up to nothing. Yeah. They're not even going to wake up. Good. They're not going to have anything. Because uh, there's a lot of things that we do definitely take. You know, it's very easy for us to fall into a pattern of, you know, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for everything you've given us. Protect me on my day. Amen. Boom. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that is cute. But there's times where mm-hmm. you really need to get to the nitty gritty and, you know, be... Um, you know, super detailed in your gratefulness to God. Yes, we're thankful for everything that he's given to us. uh, But sometimes it's good to acknowledge what those things are. Yeah. And I feel like if it feels awkward in expressing these things, whether it is to people or something, I think that should tell us something, Mm -hmm. you know, like if it feels weird for you to, you know, tell your wife or your husband or Mm -hmm. your kids that you're thankful for them and why, then I think that lets you know, like maybe you should be thanking them (laughs) a little more often, you know, and at times I think that, you know, moments like this really can put us in check where it's like, wow, did a whole year go by and I never told you I'm thankful for you. Like Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for your friendship or thankful for, you know, who you are in my life. And, um, I think that this time of year again is a great reminder, um, to just, take out that time to say thank you to someone that um you know is in your life that you love that's been there for you just let them know that you're that you're grateful for them yeah and you know this is the time of the year also where a lot of people um i guess it's because of their thankfulness and because they're very thankful for everything they have i remember of those that don't have as much yeah um whether it is that they help out in soup kitchens or they go out and you know do food drives clothes drives. you know there's a lot of stuff that does happen and it's not only in churches it's in schools and my job there's a box uh that's out there also where they're collecting things as well um and you know this is a time of year where we also want to make sure that we're not only in uh wrapped up in our own lives but that we're also seeking to be of a blessing to others that may not have as much as we do um you know interestingly enough there was a pastor uh his name was james mcdonald uh who a video of his kind of went viral where he was he had dressed up as a homeless man and sat in front of his church uh he had a little shopping cart he had the clothes he had his little cardboard cutout and all this uh, other things and he wanted to test his congregation to see you know what would they do would they you know my question is, did anyone recognize him? Like, that's what I wonder. Like, you know, think yeah. about it. Like, if our pastor, you know, dressed up mm-hmm. that way, would you not recognize him? Like, would there be something about him that you'd be like, oh, who, like, you know, I th- pastor, what are you doing? You know, I, I think that there may be people. Mm-hmm. I just also think maybe, I don't know, that people, no one arrives to church early. It's a very few 
it's a, a few number of people that arrive to church early and have the time to be leisure and have the time to, oh, look at this, as they're walking in. Right. Most people are coming either on time or late. So they're just right. trying to get in. So I think that they're... Unless gives, your church serves Starbucks before. Oh, well, yes. Then that's different. Then Ours does you'll it. be there at so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But I think that the majority of the people, and I could be wrong, but I think that the majority of the people are just focused in, okay, we got here. Let's get inside. Let right. me get to my seat. Let me do this or whatever. That even if they acknowledge that there was a person sitting outside, I don't think that they would take the time for it to, to connect. Hey, you look kind of familiar. Right. Or whatever. So I think that most of the people didn't, I would think most of the people didn't recognize him or wouldn't recognize him uh, because of the fact that they're just so on the go. Yeah. That it wouldn't click. Uh, but he did this experiment to see who, uh, to see what would happen. Not who specifically. Like he wasn't trying to figure out if, you know, Brother John was going to say A, B, and C. Uh, but just to see what was the reaction, reaction of his congregation. Um, and, you know, I think that he, the what, what was good i would say about the video was that it wasn't only uh a video of all the good things they did show those that you know didn't look twice right yeah and i think i mean for him to do that one is you know a bold move i know like uh looking through the comments of the article and the video i mean a lot of people are like divided in opinion whether um he should have done something like this you know someone went as far to say that this was an insult to the homeless people because you know he gets to go back to his big house and wife while they you know have no family or they're out in the street so it's almost like you know you're putting yourself in someone's situation but you're not really you know in that yeah um but regardless i mean i definitely love this idea and i really you know i think it hits home especially for his church and his congregation um you know for them to realize that uh you know and and see him out there and then realize okay this was my our pastor and man i didn't even like stop and give him anything or i just kind of like walked by him i think it's an eye opener yeah an eye opener that sometimes we all need i mean i think we're all guilty of seeing certain people out in the road and the street you know at a store outside a store you know asking for money change or food and you know how many times do we kind of just think like all right you're gonna take my money for for this or for that yeah. or you're gonna use it for the wrong reason or you know um so it's definitely an eye-opener um a lot of people thought it was a positive message and at times it really is difficult to discern whether someone is really homeless or if they're trying to you know play that sympathy card and just have people you know give them money and it's kind of like you know making free money yeah you know you know it's 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 tough i mean especially for me you know i grew up in East New York, Brooklyn, my mom didn't play that. Like, it was like, you don't talk to strangers. Somebody's coming up to you, asking you for change. You book it. You keep it moving. Um, so I had always grown up with this idea that, <clears throat> excuse me, I had grown up with this idea that the majority, if not all of people that were homeless, were homeless because of drug abuse, were homeless because they were bad people, were homeless because... You know, there was something wrong with them and, you know, that you can't talk to them. You can't reach out to them or anything uh, because, you know, they're there. It's danger, stranger danger. That's what, yeah. you know, it was always uh, growing up. Uh, and, you know, and even to this day, you still have that. You know, I still have that. You got to think about it twice. You know, mm-hmm. the other day 
we were my wife and i were driving to a friend's house for a function um and we were actually like on zero on gas and we were you know trying to rush and rush and rush to get to the gas station we made it to the gas station it was filling up uh my car and this uh young man this gentleman this man had reached out to me he's uh, he came up to me and he's like uh can you help me out with some gas hmm. you know i i just started a job i don't have any money can you help me out with some gas and the truth of the matter was i said no no thank you at first I was like, nah, 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 I can't, I'm sorry, or whatever, because my initial reaction was to go back to that way of thinking. Uh, you know, you don't need money for gas, you need money for other things, right. or whatever it is. Um, so it took me a minute, it took me a minute for it to register. And then I was like, you know what? Nah, maybe, you know, he really does need it. So I went up to him, and I was like, I don't have a lot that I can give you, but I can give you a couple of bucks of gas or whatever. I was like, let me fill it up for you. So I did, and I went ahead and did it, and I walked away feeling like, you know what? At the end of the day, I put the gas in. He And then, you know, he came up to me after. He was like, man, I started a new job. It's just really far. I haven't gotten my first paycheck yet, and, you know, you're really helping me out, dude. Thank you so much. And I was like, don't worry about it. God bless you. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, at, I had to click for me. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't my initial reaction, which maybe is something that God has to work in me and, would ha- and does have to work in a lot of people to be like, yes, let me help you. Hmm. At first, it's wall goes up. Right. All of a sudden, I get real hood, and I'm like, nah, I can't help you, or whatever. But then it starts, the wall goes down, and you start to think about, you know what? At the end of the day, there are people out there that do need help. Mm-hmm. And there are people there that, you know, it's, and they're in a tough situation. It's not because of any mistakes they made. It's not because of substance abuse. It's not because of anything. It's just that sometimes, you know, not sometimes, life is hard. And life sometimes deals you a hand that isn't the best hand and you have to reach out and cry out for other people to help you. So who am I to deny someone, yeah. you know, the help that I I could have been in that same position he was asking mm-hmm. people to fill out my tank um, as well. Yeah, it's funny because I remember a skit that was done at our church years ago, um, you know, that kind of dealt with this whole idea of like helping the homeless and, and all of that. And basically someone entered the church and dressed as a homeless man you know we knew it was a play it wasn't like yeah. one of those surprise skits but oh my god um yeah he enters the church and you know uh different people pass by him and you know someone with, with that can you can tell you know had a nice job was making some money some you know a, a child a, a family and just kind of seeing everyone ignoring him yeah. you know because of the way he was dressed the way he smelled and all of that and they were kind of on their way to church that was the premise of you know the play and um after all of that you know all of these different people walk past him and you know the homeless man at the end now begins to speak to the church and gets up and has his whole long monologue where he's talking to the church and talking about being homeless. And um, he mentions the verse where it says that, you know, you may have entertained angels, mm-hmm. you know, and not have realized it. And, um, you know, he took off his coats and everything. And, you know, he had a white robe on under. And that was kind of the whole thing. Like, yeah. you know, they didn't even realize, you know, that I was an angel. And that was kind of, you know, the thought uh, provoking, you know, moment. And, um, I remember seeing that as I was probably like 12 years old when they did that and being so impacted by that, like, Mm -hmm. man, like that is so true. You know, you never know, you know, who you're serving or who you're helping or who that person can be, you know? And a lot of times all it takes is, you know, that $1 or all it takes is that sandwich that you have, or all it takes is, you know, um, just you letting that person know, listen, 
you know, I'll buy you a coffee. Here's a tract, you know, read it. Uh, you know, Jesus loves you. You never know what those words can do to someone. You know, we look a lot of times at these big preachers and we look at, um, you know, these evangelists and, and singers and sometimes celebrities and, you know, you don't know their small beginnings. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at someone, I remember when I went to the Billy Graham Museum, Billy Graham, who ministered to Billy Graham? Who mm-hmm. preached the gospel to Billy Graham where, you know, he had to convert and he had to accept Jesus. You know, that man or that woman that played a part in that, played a part in millions maybe of people in this world being impacted by his message, you know, and that's on a big scale. We can bring that right back down to our everyday life where it's like, you know what, who knows if you telling someone, you know, Jesus loves you, man, I don't know you, but you know, there's a God out there that loves you, that cares for you, what that could do in someone's life. So if you don't want to give that person money because you feel like, you know, they may use it for something else, then offer to buy them something yeah you know i know i've done that before um i my, my parents have done that i've witnessed this a few people just like you know i'll buy you some food or i'll buy you buy you a meal and mm-hmm. you'll have those that yeah. you know are in that situation and are still picky yep like oh i don't like mcdonald's yeah i was like you know i had Sir. this one time we were in a drive-thru uh me and a couple of guys after the service and you know the guy was asking for <clears throat> Sorry, the guy was asking, you know, he was asking for money, but we had saw him because he was at the window where you pay. So we ordered food. We ordered food for him. And so when we got to the window, he came up asking for money and we were like, no, we have this, you know, for you. So we had gotten him a meal and he opens up the soda and he's like, this is not the soda I like. And he poured it out. And he was like, I don't like this food. <laughs> wow. So, you know, we he were like, poured it out. He poured it out in front of us. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, we, like you say in Spanish, nosotros cumplimos. Like, right. we did our part. You know, we saw someone in need and we gave them, you know, we got them something thinking that, you know, this is what they need. And they, you know, they decided Refused. to do with it, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you know, that shouldn't deter. Like, that experience should not stop me from in the future trying to help somebody out. Right. You know, that was just an experience that at that moment didn't work out the way that you think it should work out. Uh, but, hey, you know, you never know. Maybe, he, you know, God could use any moment, any experience and turn it into something positive. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the I guess this is like the season where we see a lot of this. You know, I yeah. mean, I mean, they're out there all year round, you know, homeless people and just people, you know, really struggling. But um, I think now around Thanksgiving and Christmas time, it seems like we pay more attention yeah maybe. it comes more to you know to our it's attention. it's our and i really do think it's because it begins to get so cold outside at least for me mm-hmm. that it's like i start thinking like man like these people who are out there yeah must be freezing you know so like those thoughts will come to mind and I, you know when you see some of them who don't have coats who don't have you know gloves and hats you know that's what really gets to me where it's like man like I have a code and I'm cold. I can imagine what they feel, you know? So I think the question that arises out of all of this is what is the church's responsibility Mm -hmm. in all of this? What can we do, you know, as a church, um, you know, to help with this situation, you know, that we see constantly. What I like, uh, the Bowery mission on their website, they give tips on what to do in these types of situations. Um, And the first thing that they bring out is to acknowledge and engage, which I think is really important. You know, a lot of times we kind of assume 
that we know what the person's need is. Oh, they need food, so I have a burrito. Let me give them a burrito. Right. Or oh, they need this, and you try to. Um, and sometimes what this what these individuals need is just someone to acknowledge them and be like, hey, you know, how are you today? How are you doing? You know, Jesus loves you. Is there anything I can help you with? Or whatever. You know, there's sometimes instead of like be so quick to throw them, you know, something that you think they need, they just need to be seen. Like, you know how important that is? You know, they, these are people that people go out of their way not to see them. You know, I worked in the city. I lived in the city. You get on a train. There's a homeless person on the train. Everybody disperses and goes to a different uh, goes into a different train. uh um what do you call those car goes into a different train car because they don't want to be next to them. They don't want to sit next to them. Yeah. Uh, so imagine somebody actually taking the time to be like, hey, how are you? You know, do you need help or anything like that alone is like mind blowing? I would think that someone took time to just simply acknowledge them. Yeah. And I love the, you know, that word acknowledge and the way they partnered it with engage, because I think yeah. a lot of times you can't acknowledge something and not really engage in that whole thing. Yep. Um, and, you know. It's like that whole you see something, say something type of, you know, um, attitude. And one of the things that I, I think is super important um, for those who may have families, you know, and you're out and about, let's say, with your kids or something, you know, your kids are watching you. You yeah. know, those, you know, the younger generation is watching. And, you know, whether it's a younger brother or younger sister that, you know, you have and um, they definitely can pick up on your attitude regarding these types of people, you mm -hmm. know, and it's funny because. I've seen, you know, parents kind of like take their kids and like hold them tighter and like, you know, put like to move them out of the way and like do like some extra things. And yeah. I'm not saying not to be cautious and, you know, because I'm sure once I have a kid, I'm going to be, you know, super cautious. But it's all in the attitude that you do things, you know, um, and just your attitude and your response when you see these people and the comments that you can, that you make and things like that. We just have to be so careful because the same way, you know, we pick up on things, you know, we have a younger generation that's watching that yeah. does pick up on these type of things and picks up on, you know, um, our attitude, our response, how we engage, how we associate with them. And if they constantly see us just walking by them and constantly see us, you know, rejecting them, then it's going to be like, oh, okay, it's okay to do that. Or we don't associate mm -hmm. with those type of people or we just keep walking and we don't make eye contact. You know, we have yeah. to just be very, be very careful, you know, with um, how we respond to that. And one of the things that this article um, continues to say is to keep in mind, um, and I think you mentioned it, to be careful not to just think that they need food, yeah. you know, but to kind of be mindful and before giving something to them, you know, offer help first yeah you know what is it that that you really need um and one of the suggestions that they give is that you can carry like gift cards from fast food or grocery store and not for nothing do, i don't think that's that's something that we all do you know all the time have yeah. extra gift cards laying yep. around or we're at the store and we're like i'm gonna get a gift card to just, just in keep case. in my back pocket yeah. in case i see you know but it idea. doesn't mean that you can't start doing that yeah you know i think this time of the year where you're going out and getting gift cards even if it's five dollars i know yeah. like 7-eleven you can get like a five dollar gift card and just have it there and you never know you know um who you may encounter that you can just give them that gift card. Yep. You know, they say like just having like small little foods or water bottle in your car that you can just give to them. One thing that I um, know someone from our church, what they do is they have like a Ziploc bag mm -hmm. where they put like little snacks in there. They'll put a track, they'll put a water bottle and everything that's in that bag 
um, has a message. So like the yeah. water bottle will have like something in it, you know, around on the wrapper, you know, there'll be a little note or something. And when they see these people, you know, that will ask for food or ask for something, they just give them the bag. And um, I f- really, f- I forgot what she called this bag, but I'll probably say it um, next time on the podcast. But um, I think that's such a great idea, yeah. you know, because one, you're taking out the time to prepare first, you know, and it's almost like, that means even more when you take out some time to prepare this little bag and then give it to someone. Um, I think that that that's awesome. Yeah. And I, you know, the next thing that they say is be ready to help today. So, you know, be ready that at any moment they, they may ask for something or you may be called to be an act like to do an action that, you know, you're actually ready to do whether it is, you know, and it's something as simple as some people aren't ready to pray for people. Like, you know, you may ask, and this is like crazy, uh, but you may ask like, hey, here's a water bottle or whatever, you know, God bless you. And they will, then they could be like, can you pray for me? You know, that may throw some people off of the loop. Like, oh, you want me to pray for you? Like now in the way to work? Like, like, like it's, you know, some people think that because it isn't in the church setting and it isn't in a, you know, church function or event that someone random can't just be like, I need you to pray for me. Like at this moment, like we used to do uh, back in the day, uh, we had a uh, uh, young people's ministry that would do a lot of different activities. And one of the activities we would do uh, was to go out and, and give water bottles and get food and, you know, minister to the homeless. And we always gave the option like we would engage, we would give them what we had and then we would always give the option. Do you want us to pray for you? Um, you know, because on top of the physical thing that you're yeah. trying to give to them, whether it's a coat, whether it's a jacket, whether it's food or whatever, you also want to be of an impact to them on the spiritual level as well. Uh, so if you're not ready for that, if you're not ready to be like, OK, let's pray for you, then that that's something that you have to be aware of as well. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's an element a lot of people are afraid of praying yeah. out loud yep. and then praying for someone they don't know. Yep. So be ready. You yeah. know, in those moments, because, I mean, it's great to give someone a water bottle and give someone, you know, money or yeah. food. But that prayer can go a long way. And if yeah. you feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know what to say or you don't have the words or you don't dare. I mean, that's something that I think we need to grow in as yes. believers, because that's what we're called to do. Yeah. And you, you don't need at that moment. You don't have to have a prophetic word no. from God at that moment. You prayer. don't need to have revelation and see right. this. like, no, you can simply be like, God, thank you for allowing me to meet this person. And I ask you to cover them. I ask you to protect them. I ask you to help them in all areas of their life. Or, you know, something simple that way, you know. And it was funny because I had an, uh, uh, a situation not similar to this, uh, but a situation where I was asked to pray for someone. And, you know, I hesitated because I'm like, oh, man, what I'm like, it was like so random and like so like it caught me so off guard uh, that I was like, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? And it's like, my dude, like. Like, you don't have to go prepared with a speech right. when you're going to pray for someone. Like, there's certain things that are just so obvious. Like, so, like, like yeah, give God thanks for their life. God, for that, give God thanks for the opportunity. You know, God to protect them. God to heal them. God, you know, there's things that mm-hmm. you can pray for that doesn't yeah. have to be, like, this big to you. Because a lot of times when we pray for people, we're expecting for, like, this big production mm-hmm. to happen. And, like, no, you don't need a big production. That word that you prayed over their life, you know, will enter their heart. And, you know, if it grows into something at that moment, amen, or it's maybe something that they'll need down the road in the future. Yeah, 30-second strong prayer. Yeah. 
is you know sometimes the best and um you know around this time we see a lot of people doing turkey drives we see a lot of uh you know coat drives and you know glove drives and all these different things so definitely be on the lookout if you're a youth group if you are part of a church look for those other churches that you know maybe doing toy drives or around thanksgiving they're doing turkey drives food drives definitely um you know be a part of that and seek out you know ways that you can help and you know be like they say the hands and feet of jesus by actually doing something and going out there and maybe consider doing something in your own church if you know nothing is being done around thanksgiving time maybe you can organize a food drive and organize you know a turkey drive where people can donate you know turkeys or canned goods you know the whole idea here is just making a difference and getting people you know to come together uh for you know all of you know these people that are out there struggling and one of the things that this article explains is that people need help in every season yes so a lot of times we focus you know we hear toy drives around christmas time turkey Mm -hmm. drives around thanksgiving and it's like you don't hear really anything else i mean what happens in march yeah what happens in april right february (laughs) you know may like that it's like these months where since i guess there's no major holiday yeah that way we don't really do anything so also consider maybe doing um something like that where it's out of the norm or out of that holiday season that normally people um do things for yeah and um you know i think it's great that we're talking about you know making a difference in our community making a difference you know um even maybe around the world i know Mm -hmm. like we collect toys you know for children every year we've done it for children in guatemala this year we're doing for children in honduras we do a toy drive um you know but i think that on a different scale, maybe not homeless, but there are people even within our own communities and mm-hmm. church groups that may be struggling around this time. Yeah. You know, that may be going through financial hardship or maybe going through certain things that you may not even know about. Yep. You know, so I think that this is a time where you can definitely, um, you know, impact someone's life. And it's a time where we must be sensitive to those around us and sensitive to what people are going through. And um, you really never know. You know, a lot of people come and they smile and they do what they have to do and they may be going home to nothing and no food for Thanksgiving and wondering what they're going to do and wondering what they're going to make for their family. You know, so I think definitely as the church and as the body of Christ, you know, we must be mindful of our own as well. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of that also there's like two parts of that. A lot of it has to be uh, you being aware of your surroundings and noticing if there's any changes in the people around you, number one. And number two, also being sensitive uh, to the voice of God. You know, there are times where God is going to move you to do something, maybe give a special offering or drop off some groceries or whatever. And you're like, but they look good. Like, they look like they're not struggling. They look like they have nothing going on. And then you start to, like, push down that voice and you start to doubt. No, no, no. They don't need me uh, to go help out. In reality, it's God telling you, hey, go do this. You know, go do that. You know, it's happened before where you think about it and you're like, mm, I don't know. And then you wind up doing it. And then you find out and, you know, and they come back and they're like, man, thank you so much. You had no idea. We didn't have this. We didn't have that. You know, we're very grateful. And, you know, and it's like, man, it's true. They needed to be helped out. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, and and no one ever is going to reject any type of blessing. So even if you were wrong and you assume the wrong thing, the worst that can happen is now they have another turkey or they can find someone that they know, a family that they know and pass it along. I think that's one of, you know, the best things that could happen. And it's like, you know what? Thank you so much. You know, but I'll take this to 
so-and-so that yeah. I know really needs and just really being there for those and being aware, you know, um, just not everyone that's around you that's always smiling or looks like they yes. have it all together, really have it all together and yep. have everything, you know, okay. Be mindful of those who may have family, you know, in other countries or family out of the state where they can't go and be with them, you know, invite them over, have them over, you know, again, yeah. it's a time where you can definitely do so much to show someone that you love them, show someone that you're there for them. And, um, you know, I don't want to get all preachy or metaphoric on everyone, but, um, in talking about homeless, I think a lot of times, you know, we focus on the homelessness that we see, you know, out in the streets and yeah. things that we see like that. But, I think at times there are people within our own circles and people within our own church communities and, you know, organizations and things like that, that can be spiritually homeless. Yeah. Where very much they lack identity. They don't know who they are. They feel like they don't fit in. Yep. And, you know, um, in, I guess, our Christmas podcast that we do, mm -hmm. uh, we can discuss, you know, how they say depression really yes. is like it comes out around the holidays where it's yeah. like it's on a rise. And I think it's, you know, again, that lack of belonging, that lack of, mm -hmm. you know, feeling whether it's appreciated, feeling loved, feeling like you're not in this alone. And I think there are so many people out there, you know, whose, you know, spirits are begging for help and begging for acceptance, begging, you know, for a refreshment, you know, of their spirit and of their life. And just be mindful of that as well, how you can meet someone's physical need, mm -hmm. you know, and, and providing, you know, clothing or food and how you can be there for someone spiritually in their spiritual need, I think yes. is super important. No, and I think it's, it's key. It's important. I was someone who, uh, for most of my life, uh, the, my whole life practically you know i was someone who i was serving god at a really a really young age and no one else in my family was and you know there were things that everybody saw me as oh you know the little like uh, i'm trying to think of the word how do you say it in english but kind of like they saw me as an example of oh that's how you're supposed to do it he's mm. doing it the right way you know look at him at such an early age and but nobody knew that inside i was like dying i was alone I felt lonely. No one ever, because everyone would reach out to you on a superficial level yeah. of, hey, Dios te bendiga, how you doing, and whatever. But nobody ever took the time to like really like check in. No yeah. one took the time to be like, hey, why don't you come over and you do this? And you know, like, my family's having a dinner, or this person's doing this, or this. like nobody ever invested time in me. And I think that that's what's important that you know that we invest our time in the people that are around us as well. You know, because it's sad that you would you would put in all this effort to reach out to people that you don't know, for mm -hmm. example, but then you have somebody that's next to you that feels like horrible, like feels alone, like is dying, is drowning, however you want to call it. Uh, so it is important that we do, you know, have those antennas on like full blare, like full blast and are uh, perceptive, if that's the word, uh, to what's going on in the, in the people around us, uh, because we need to be of help and we need to be of service to the people in our own circles as well. You know, how many times, you know, I was having, funny enough, I was having a conversation uh, with a friend of mine and we were speaking about, we were practically sharing the, 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 the same conversation, which is the idea, the thought that you could be drowning in the middle of so many people and nobody notices. Like nobody catches because obviously you're not someone who's yelling, I'm drowning, I'm drowning. Right. You know, you're expecting people to pick up on those nuances 
or those signs that you're dropping along the way and nobody notices. And, you know, and that's a dangerous topic that we can talk about another mm-hmm. day on another day. You know, uh, the, the masks and, you know, the faking the funk and all that good stuff. Uh, but, you know, luckily, you know, we did have each other to speak to. Uh, but there are people that are right next to you at this moment who are drowning and who are lonely, who are feeling depressed, who don't have an identity, who don't have a sense of community, a sense of family. During youth uh, youth campaign, uh, they were speaking about having a pack. You know, a group of people around you uh, that'll lift you up, that'll, you know, help you in your time of need, that won't let you starve, that won't let you this or that or whatever. You know, there are people that don't feel that and need it. Yeah. And that goes back to just that having that sense of community and having that sense of belonging. And that's the reason why, you know, we do church. Yeah. You know, and I know that in an upcoming episode, we're going to talk about that a little bit oh, more. Yeah, 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 you know, the yeah. reason why we still go to church, yeah. you know, in a time where I guess that idea is being pushed more and more like it's not necessary. Like it's yep. not a big deal if you go once a month or if you don't go, it's a personal relationship with Jesus. But that sense of belonging is super important that you will only get sometimes when you go to church and connect with like-minded people so you know just challenging all the leaders out there and all of you involved in whatever ministry you're involved in um to one be mindful engage in your community engage in your church community see how people are really doing aside from their platforms and titles and jobs and ministries and what they're doing how are they doing you know as a human being that they are first and foremost you know as a child of god and then seeing where there's a need and how you can fill it you know and that may require doing some research that may require going around and finding out you know I've noticed that so-and-so has been coming and it's been cold out and they're not wearing a jacket. They don't have yeah. a coat on, you know, is it just that they're naturally, you know, always hot or, <laughs> you know, are they going through something and maybe something don't have else. a coat, yeah. you know? So it's just things that you may have to do some research. Yeah. And, and do it with wisdom. You know, you're not going right. to be like, yo, what's going with you that you don't have a coat or like in front of everybody. Right. Like you're, you're not, not cold. Gonna, yeah. You know? you, don't put people on blast. Don't make people feel embarrassed. Don't, you know, make them feel in the type of way that maybe they are going through a need, but they're not going to tell you. You just put them on blast. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to be wise. You have to use wisdom. You have to use grace. And when you're you're reaching out to people in general, especially mm-hmm. those that you're, you're are, are around you, but definitely in general, like, you know, be wise. Approach someone the way that you would want to be approached. Speak to them the way that you would want to be speak to. If you were going through a sensitive situation that you didn't want nobody to know. Like, you know, you have to be you have to be smart about how you handle these situations. Uh, Isaiah 58 10 says, and if you spend yourselves on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like noonday. Proverbs 1917 says, whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord and he will reward them for what they have done. Obviously, we don't do this as a way of investment. Like, okay, I'm going to give two coats so that God can give me a car. Like, that's not what we do this for. Uh, But God is aware and he honors those that honor him and he'll, you know, and he'll bless those that are, you know, are selfless and are giving, you know, with their whole heart. And it's not because they're looking for a star. It's not because they're looking for a trophy. It's not because they're looking for be like, oh, you know, he gave, you know, two coasts to someone like, no, they're doing it simply for the fact uh, that they want to serve. And God honors that as well. Yeah. God is faithful. God is faithful to those who, you know, honor him, put him first. And, you know, I have been a witness in moments where, you know, we see a need and, 
it's like, all right, God, but you know, I don't have that much. And you know, this is what I have. You know, Mm -hmm. God can do a lot with the little bit that you have, you know, and when you extend yourself to be of a blessing to someone else, God always comes through for you and that other person. God, you know, and that's, I think it's a principle, you know, in the biblical principle that God really does prove to be true, that when you are a blessing to those around you and when you take that step of faith and you're bold and you just do it, you know, God definitely does turn around and bless you. And, you know, aside from all of that, I just think that after you do these things, and I think this is why even non-Christians and non-Christian organizations and faith-based organizations do things like this, where they host drives and coat drives, because I think naturally you just feel great afterwards. Yeah. You know, yep. there's a sense of, you know, accomplishment, accomplishment yep. a sense of, you know, wow, like we did that, you know, we really, you know, help someone. And it's always great that, you know, to feel that way and that feeling, you know, should definitely motivate us to want to do more what else could i do to be of impact Mm -hmm. you know um and i think that happens after missionary trips you come back and you're like all right we need to do more what can we do what can we do and it's just important to just keep that attitude going keep that mindset going and seeing how else we can be of impact you know to those around us yeah you know and don't it's like we said earlier don't wait for the holidays or the you know the big days that people usually do things for you know the new year's coming a lot of churches start making their you know ministry calendars and the events they're gonna have for the year plug in some events throughout the year where it's of service to your community where it's a service to the homeless where there's service you know there's um orphanages there's places that you can go to for you know families that have been going through tough situations women that have been been going through abused uh relationships they have these homeless shelters they have these safe havens there's a lot of things soup kitchens there's a long list of things that are open all year around that you don't have to wait for the november december to do so plug these things in your calendar from now so right. that you have you know every two months or every month you guys are you know visiting a you know an elderly home you know the elderly place the yeah place, the, uh, the nursing home? home the nursing home there you the go the elderly place <laughs> the nursing, nursing home. home where you're visiting shout hospitals. out to all our elders out there yeah shout out to all our you know ogs but there uh, are a lot of things out there like you said that don't require your money yes you know so i think a lot of the you know the biggest excuse is oh i'm struggling i'm i don't have money okay but use your gift your talent your ability you can sew sew something you're a great you know server go and serve you know you can make soup really well make some soup and give it to someone you know there are a lot of things out there that don't require money you can write a note Yes. And give it to someone, you know, and um, a lot of times we just focus on the financial aspect. And I think that that stops us from really making a difference when money is not the only thing you need to be of a blessing in someone's life. Or even your gift. Like, you know, if there's a soup kitchen that's happening or there's a nursing home or there's a shelter, there's something. And, you know, you just want to go with your your band or not the band, but like the musicians and the singers. You want to get together and, you know, just sing and just, you know, worship and all that other stuff. That has impact as well. We've seen that. We've gotten on the train with an acoustic guitar and just started singing in the middle of the train. And that's been a blessing as well. We didn't give out anything. We didn't give out lottery tickets. We didn't give out food or whatever we just gave at that moment we didn't have nothing physically that we can give them so we gave them something that was spiritual so don't limit yourself to what you think you need as a resource in order to bless others what you need is already there whatever you have right now at at your disposal is exactly what you need to be of a blessing to someone else yep so go out there make a difference you know be creative think about what you can do we know thanksgiving um you know is tomorrow 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're probably running around in the midst of chaos. You may be hearing this the day of Thanksgiving, you know, or after Thanksgiving, but there's still time to make a difference. So just because Thanksgiving is over, don't think that, you know, you can't do anything. You can't be of impact and you can't make a difference. Be creative. You have Christmas coming up in a few weeks. Yep. You think what you can do, you know, to make a difference in someone's life. And even within your own family, what you can do. Maybe your family doesn't really get together around Christmas time. Organize a dinner. Get everybody together. Yeah. You know, maybe you guys, you know, just dig right in and start eating. Maybe this year you can stop and have a, like a five minute, you know, little prayer that happens and everyone can go around the room and just say a little something positive about someone else. And, yeah. you know, be creative, you know, just dive into that awkwardness that sometimes, you know, happens in these moments. But at the end of the day, creates, you know, a beautiful moment and a beautiful memory that a lot of times this will definitely um, you know, help you. And just in rough moments, you know, you have these things to, you know, go back to. So we just definitely are thankful for all our listeners and all of you out there. Eddie, do you want to add something? I feel like you have something to say. No, what I was going to say was don't be discouraged. If you yeah. tried something now, the That's first time good. you tried doing something, whether it is a simple thing as having everyone around the, the dinner table say something positive, or if you if you went out and tried to do something and it didn't come out 100% to what you were expecting, it's okay. A lot of these things, sometimes a trial and error, a lot of these things, you know, every experience is different. So how it went today, it may go completely different tomorrow. Yeah. So don't allow, you know, uh, a situation that you weren't expecting to discourage you uh, from continuing to be of service to others. Yeah, definitely. So we hope that you enjoy your Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving if you're listening to us on Thursday. Yeah. If it's Friday, happy Black Friday. <laughs> be safe out there. Yeah, don't um, get trampled. Yeah, just uh, go out there, make a difference, enjoy this time with everyone we are super thankful for each and every one of you that continually um, listen to us thank you for your support share this podcast with someone who maybe has not listened to it um, you can follow us on instagram at god life culture podcast you can find us on facebook and like our page there you can email us at godlifeculture at gmail.com send us a comment send us a prayer request send us anything that you would like us to know any ideas for our upcoming episodes we have a few good ones coming up and yeah. um, we're just excited to keep this going um right now we're about to head to a church service so we're like you yes. know rushing out of here <laughs> we have about 30 minutes to get there but yeah. we can do it we can do it um but yeah Safely. thank you so much you know for listening to this episode uh, as always you can reach out to us to our instagram our facebook our email got life culture um at gmail and you know i'm just thankful for everybody i'm thankful for miguel who is doing this with me you know uh a partner in crime a lot of times we have to you know fit this in wherever we yeah. can right now we're in his living room mm -hmm. and you know it's it's not easy uh to be busy individuals that have a lot of things going on and find someone who's willing to be as flexible as you are to fit it in wherever you can yeah you know, so that's really good thankful for my wife who sometimes i have to skip dinner to do this and she you know doesn't hold it against me uh and you know that's it thank you for you guys so as always you're listening to god life culture tune in click in the link in our bio on our instagram page catch up if you're behind and stay tuned for our next upcoming episode this is god life culture that's god, god life, life culture. culture until next time see ya bye